0: um so my friend who was in my friend in london when i was when i told him i was coming out to hong kong he told me he had introduced me to one of his friends and my friend in london pretty well off so i thought okay let's let's see where this is going i got to hong kong and his friend she immediately reaches out she's like yo welcome let's, let's go out to dinner and then from there I start getting the idea that hmm, this might be my crazy rich Asian <laughs> Asian moment because um, we go out to her birthday and then she's turning 25 so the bar owner brings out a bottle of Dom Perignon 1995 says oh, of course as your 25th birthday and I'm like hmm, okay and then we keep going, really dope people introducing me all to different places around Hong Kong and different foods. And then she says, "Oh, it's my boyfriend's birthday. Yeah, you should come through with a friend." And we're gonna be on the water. So I'm like, "Okay." I've been to a few of the junk parties already in Hong Kong. So okay, wooden boats, it's a vibe. You jump in the ocean, cool. So they come pick me up in like a mini bus and everything, and we get to the harbor, and then we get on this mega yacht. I'm like, ah fair enough this is how this <laughs> this weekend is going to go and we got a mega yacht i'm already like wow this is dope there's all this food we're partying there's drinks and it says oh it's my boyfriend and his friend's birthday so we get in the middle of the ocean we're on this yacht and then suddenly another mega yacht pulls up on us and then they join both of them and then they're just like circling around in the water and i'm just befuddled is really the right word But it was one of the dopest weekends I'd had in Hong Kong because we were doing all sorts of water sports, wake surfing, wakeboarding. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, that was one of the classic Hong Kong moments because it was also that people were just willing to just open up their arms to you and welcome you because they know that people come from all over the world and they're here for different moments of different periods of time so they just want to make you feel welcome and they just want to let you have a good time with them it was really wonderful
1: welcome to homegrown the podcast where we aim to inform inspire and entertain through personal stories of black expats we're your hosts louisa and of course the fantastic fool this week i'm not
2: gonna give
1: you i'm not gonna give you grief for your name try it one time today we have louie oye dotu joining us remotely from london um so this is our first remote episode um louie is a corporate solicitor who spent six months in hong kong as part of his training contract and today we want to get a flavor of that short-term six months three months hong kong experience and then right at the end louisa and i are going to answer the quick fire questions so let's get it
2: yeah Thank you for joining us, Lee.
1: Oh happy to be here. Question number one: What does it feel like being back in dreary old London?
2: <laughs> That's a great question
0: uh, uh It feels cold <laughs> um but it's, it's it's nice to be back because it's good it's been good to see my friends and to just walk around to see a lot more black people. <laughs> 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 Fair enough. <laughs> right, but I do miss a lot of aspects of Hong Kong.
1: Yeah. What was the bit that you missed the most, us bat.
0: Nobody tells you how... You know it's a compact city, but until you get there, you don't really understand what that means mm-hmm. and how easily you can get almost anywhere in the city. And then the nature, the fact that you can have a huge mega city, you can be clubbing in one place, and then you take a 15-minute taxi or 20 minute taxi and suddenly you're in the mountains i've never experienced that in yeah.
1: my life yeah it's true it's a huge about
2: hong kong
1: i like to think of hong kong as like a sample of the world you know like if a were like we need a sample of what the you know place is like you could just take hong kong because it's got the mount i mean aside from the cold bits you can take the mountains the beach concrete jungle actual jungle you've got all kinds of people there I mean, black people are severely underrepresented, but you know, it's a good, it's a good sample. So you were there for six months. Um, can you talk to us a bit about how you got the secondment, um, why you got the secondment and then go into what the experience was like that six months?
0: So, so as I said, uh, I was my training contract and in your training contract, you do various seats. Uh, so seats are rotations across different departments in your law firm. Um, and then normally you're able to do an international secondment. So I'd actually applied for the international secondment for September to March last year, and I didn't get it. But I had been determined that I really wanted to go to Hong Kong specifically because, one, I'd never been out in Asia. And then, two, I had this belief that, and I still have the belief, that it is important to understand how Asia, and especially China slash Chinese culture works because of the influence that they're going they have and are going to have across Africa and especially Mm -hmm. Nigeria which is home for me so those are my two big things so when I didn't get it I just re-strategized I sat down I said okay what am I going to do how am I going to be able to push for this thing because I really really want to go so I was talking to a lot of partners in my law firm and then talking to the international business development team and really pushing my case Um, and I'd set going to Hong Kong as my goal getting into my from on the very first day of my first seat oh
2: wow wow
0: so it it was it was nice for it to actually come to fruition Mm. well done
2: and then when you came so when you touched down because you said so even though i'd been on your list you had Mm. never actually been to asia so how was it like what was your first impression and how did that compare to what you expected
0: i was like wow it's like a big lagos
2: exactly right
0: (laughs) Yo, we, we got into the, uh, it was me and two of my, two other guys who are in my law firm. And we got out of the airport and we're like, okay, let's get taxis. And then they put our luggage in the taxi and really they put it, oh, your luggage is, your suitcase is just hanging out. So just a piece <laughs> of like, yarn tying the, the, to, the boot cover to the boots. I'm like, ah, hmm.
1: This seems now? very familiar. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, So then, so then you got, I am assuming your company set you up in an apartment, so all that kind of stuff was sorted. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So <laughs> great opportunity to save money. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then you get into the city. Is it work straight away, or do you get some time to, like, walk around? this kind- So we got in
0: on Saturday evening, went to one of the restaurants that we had heard really good things about. Uh, I don't want to be plug restaurants, they're not paying you but holy food
2: okay Um, i was about to ask that was it amazing so it was amazing it it was really
0: good it was really really good drank drank a few beers even though i'm not really a big beer guy but hong kong kind of changed that a little bit for me um and yeah and then sunday monday we were right at work so not too much time off but i had had time off in london getting my life together before i moved
1: so the 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 process of you in hong kong for, in the work capacity is you're doing the same kind of work but just in from the hong kong office
0: so from a hong kong office and in a different department so i was doing finance and financial regulation work okay. and hong kong is interesting in that it, they really cover almost all of asia from that office so doing work for like japan pakistan um, thailand indonesia just different areas Um, which is a little different from the London office, which is more European deals. And then we might consult the Hong Kong office if we have Asian deals or Mm -hmm. talk to American law firms, if we have things going on in America. Okay. So it was a bit broader, which was interesting.
2: That's good. So would you say that it, obviously it's probably a bit too soon to tell, but would you say it's had a positive impact on your career, like compared to if you had stayed in London or gone somewhere else? 100%.
0: 100%. Because being able to go out on the secondment normally indicates both to other law firms and then even within your own law firm that you are very competent, that you know what you're doing and they trust you enough to be able to just go out mm-hmm. at this point and just survive and
1: mm-hmm. work. Yeah. I suppose that, that is a thing that you don't really consider is that they want people that can hit the round, ground running, right? Um, you know, yeah. something that can <laughs> Can you... <laughs> Can you deal or does do things need to be packaged specifically so f- in order for them to get the best out of you? If-
2: yeah. yeah, so let's talk about the social aspect. What was that part like? So, you obviously in your monologue, you talked about your <laughs> crazy rich friends. So, were those your besties out here? Was it easy to make friends? How did you find that?
0: So, I, I got really lucky in that I, when I told a few of my friends in London that I was coming out to Hong Kong, they each knew somebody. hong kong Mm. so one of my boys james he introduced me to vidette Mm. which was how i then met you guys yeah
2: that's how we met yeah
0: yeah and then well that's how i met you and then from there met Fo and everybody else Mm. um and then the my other friend who introduced me to his friends in hong kong and from that i then realized there were just like all these different versions of Hong Kong and they exist in other big cities, but they don't interact so fluidly in the mm. same way that they do in Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. Like, like the locals, the expats, the people who are locals would have gone to school and live most of their life outside of Hong Kong mm. and all of that. So it was interesting meeting all these people, but it was because of the transience sometimes of Hong- transience sometimes of Hong Kong, Everybody was just like, "Yo, you're here. That's awesome. Let's have a good time." Yeah, (laughs) they're like, "Oh, there's there's a booth party on Saturday. I met you on Wednesday, but we about it."
1: Yeah,
2: okay, so
0: true. We're saying yes to a lot of things. Yeah, we'll link this. See what happens.
1: So obviously, you came to Hong Kong with this intention to obviously smash it at work. Um, You're probably one of the first people that we've spoken to that pushed for a job specifically in Hong Kong. Having not ever been there before. I don't think that we've been anyone (laughs) that'd be like, no, Hong Kong is the place that I want to go. And I didn't get it the first time. So I'm going again to get to get that thing. So there was definitely a bunch of intent. Obviously, from a work perspective, you clearly have that shit together. So what was what was your plan for when you got here for the six months period? I, I know that work you wanted to handle that but were there any things like in terms of exploring the place or getting in terms in touch with the culture or making connections like w- w- did you have like a game plan because it's six months right so it's a lot more in- intentional than say the p- other people that we've interviewed that have been here for years and years and years and it c- you can do things in a casual pace
0: well i have to give the caveat that i think the rona might have given a few things a, a speed bump or a k leg oh yeah of course. but but i did have a plan so i'm i I'm not big on guidebooks and all of those things. I, I think they're really important and they give really good hints. But one of my biggest things has always been to speak to people who have gone to the countries and, all, and the locals as well. Because yeah. that's how you separate the wheat from the chaff and all that. And realize, OK, these things are just tourist traps. Mm. Um, so I spoke to quite a few uh, local Hong Kongers as well as my friends who were in London who had gone to Hong Kong. So mm. one of my my friend who introduced me to the had actually done the same thing. But a year pre a year before me, so he had been in Hong Kong. One of my biggest worries when I was coming out here when I was coming out to Hong Kong was, ah, will I find a barber?
2: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: and, then, and then after that, it was, okay, what are the kind of deals that I want to do while I'm at, while I'm in Hong Kong or what kind of areas do I want to reach? Um, I had a list on my Google on my Google keep of different restaurants, bars, Uh, historic spots, um, temples that I would like to visit, Um, even water sports I'd like to try just because I always wanted to do something new. Um, And then I really just wanted to make contact with people who were doing interesting things in Hong Kong and in Asia more generally. And I met a few really interesting people, but I also thought if Hong Kong had been a little It was probably the best place to be during the whole virus, but if it had been a little more active, I would have met even more people.
1: Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah.
0: Still pretty happy with Mm. my experience.
1: All right. So you came out here to, obviously you had a list of restaurants and stuff, Hong Kong being the restaurant capital of the world. So obviously that was was one of the lists of cultural and historic sites. Um, Obviously networking was in there as well. Um, Mm -hmm. Is that something that the rest of the people in your group were doing, or was it just Jalothian?
2: Um. <laughs> um
0: so i should explain that the in the comment is it's not just my law firm that came out there were supposed to be about 12 to 15 or more different british and american law firms that were going to send people out here out to hong kong but because of how things were working out with the, the virus it was only about four or five law firms that came out and most of the people I already knew mm. i guess i was slightly different apart from myself and one of our other friends who knew people in Hong Kong. Everybody else kind of stuck to the group more. they mm. oh, okay. would get outside a bed and all of that. And we met we met some cool people who we hung out with on a consistent basis. But I always tried to say, I just come from London. I know you guys, and you guys are dope, but I, this this cannot be my whole story of <laughs> coming to Hong Kong. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: But I just hung out with the same people. I, would, I could have just stayed in London. I could have just gotten pints after I woke at the pub. So... <laughs> it was constantly trying to make sure that I saw other parts and other people in Hong Kong. I'm trying to make a deliberate effort to do so.
2: Yeah. That makes sense. Based on your experience, do you think you'd move back to Hong Kong?
0: <sighs> See, that's an interesting one. Cause a part of me definitely says yes. The other part of me says my parents, so I'm from Nigeria and my parents live in Nigeria, even though I live in London and it's a lot further mm. to, to get home. Um, also asking myself the question of, does it align like with my long term life plan? Uh, so that's that's what I'm trying to answer because I would not mind living in Hong Kong for another two to three years.
1: Okay, okay, okay. So the answer is yes, just not yes. for for keeps. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Okay.
2: Cool. All right. We're going to shift gear. So um, in this next section of the podcast, this is the week in the life, as I'm sure you know. So the mm-hmm. point is to get a sense of a typical week in Hong Kong. Obviously, you are no longer here, but mm-hmm. at least for the six months that you're out here living your best life. Can you give us a sense of what your typical week would be like?
0: Sure. And I have to say very best life. Um, so normally wake up in the morning around 6, 630 Meditate, drink my coffee, plan my day, and then hit the gym. Or when, when the gyms were closed, ugh, hate running, but started running. Mm. Um, then get into work. So work normally starts at between nine thirty and ten. Is that
2: here for me to come for full? because this how someone <laughs> wanted to shame me when I said I start work at ten, and I was like, "This yeah. is small firms, right? Like because you're yeah. answering to your client, so you start a little bit later than them because you'd have finished it the day before." Anyway,
1: yeah, exactly. That doesn't excuse why you wake up at nine if you walk. Work-
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't oh, wake no, up at that, nine.
1: That's what we're coming for. Excuse you me, for. my yoga classes
2: oh. start at seven a.m. Mm-hmm. Seven a.m.
1: Okay. So you wake up at six fifty-three.
2: I wake up with enough time to get. No, yeah, to- just so <laughs> that
1: he wakes up at six thirty. Six six thirty. Meditates, coffee, exercise. Then he makes it to the office. You are uh, rolling out and running, always running. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're now sideburns. Please <laughs> carry <about that. laughs>
1: Um,
0: and then after that, we just it depends on what's going on because work can be pretty full on sometimes. Mm. Um, so we end up having dinner in the office and all of that, just working through. Maybe get out at like nine, and that's and that was when things have been pretty calm. From or. Get something interesting because, as I said, Hong Kong is the restaurant capital of the world. So I always wanted to just try different things. I I really really like food. Like I like cooking and I like I like food a whole lot. <laughs> um, so that was really good for me, not for my waistline. For <laughs> um, and then say Thursday between around Thursday, like okay, what's everybody doing? Go grab drinks, maybe Peel Street or at somebody's apartment. Play, have a games night or something. Same on Friday, and then Saturdays. Uh, Usually ended up being either a uh, hiking day or junks, those are the two biggest things I think I did, or brunches, bottomless brunches. Mm.
2: Yeah, Hong Kong is good for this. Random really. question talking about um, when you were saying about work and the hours. So, how did that compare in terms of the hours compared to London?
0: Hmm. Okay, so again, I think it was a unique scenario because of the virus so things were a little slower initially and then they picked up but there seemed to be a bit quite a bit more of a facetime culture i don't know of mm. they want people want to see you working yeah. and they want to see you in the office and they you just have to work hard not to say that there's not work to be done but they they like to see it
2: yeah
0: whereas yeah. in london it's ah, you're done oh, it's five thirty. why are you still here if you're done guy because <laughs> you'll be busy later so go
2: yeah,
0: yeah. like enjoy, Europe, enjoy your week your evening and that was, that was that's a, bit, a quite a bit of a difference, mm. but it was all right. People also really like to send things out at like four thirty-five. What do you mean? Uh, they'll they'll send out things that need to be done. Instead of so sending out in the morning, they're like, okay, it's like three thirty-four.
2: What? The <laughs> I'm not gonna <laughs> ask you for this.
0: Now I remember exactly. Oh, but I think a, yeah, but I think a part of that is also because we get a lot of things from the U.S.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: So. That's just was just par for the course.
1: Um, and you mentioned about water sports. So, did you end up doing anything new like like that? Yeah.
0: I'd never really done any water sports, so it was it was amazing. Like, I did a bunch of wakeboarding and wake surfing. Okay, and it, it blew my mind. Like, yeah. they're they're not easy, but they are so worthwhile. Yeah. Like. I really want to do it more often. If I go on, well, not if when I go on holidays, now I'm going to purposefully make sure that it's part of what I do.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Because there's a partner in my firm who he would wait. Wake, he wakes about at like five and then he goes do. He goes to do that for like two two and a half hours in the morning and then he goes into work.
1: Really? Wow. I
0: must
2: say in Germans. Yep. Like he's a London
0: partner and he's out. He's out there, now, and I'm just like this guy is just living his very best life. i <laughs> <laughs> to be like that.
2: A good, good
1: plan. All right, next uh, the quick fire questions. While you were in Hong Kong, Tinder or Bumble, both. Use both. <laughs> I suppose. I suppose you're there for a short time, so you needed to. <laughs> I'm sending this out on all channels, all frequencies. Trying to be effective. If you could pick a superpower, what would it be? Ooh, ah, I'm going to cut back. Absorb, uh,
0: be like Rogue. Absorb everybody else's powers for a short amount of time.
1: Okay, mm. for a short amount of time. You, d- dude, You, this is a wish list. Why say short? Why not Peter Petrelli <laughs> for keeps? Uh,
0: it might be a shit power, no? <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. What other languages can you speak other than English? Uh,
0: Yoruba. And I speak a bit of French, but I'm still pretty bad.
1: Okay. Trying to get better. Um, If you had to delete all but three apps on your phone, what would you pick? My WhatsApp, maybe my
0: Monzo and my Audible.
1: Okay. Speaking of Audible, what was the last book that you read? Oh, so I'm currently reading two books.
0: Um, Number one is... Dang, this Bob Iger. I think it's What a Write. and then the second book is Taking up Space: a Black Girls Manifesto to Change by two of my friends.
1: Is that by Oreo Ogumbi? Exactly, yeah, right. okay. I've heard of that one. Yeah. Um, if you had a time machine, would you go into the past or into the future?
0: A part of me has always wanted to go into like the twenties. The, like the swinging 20s being like Paris or something, right? Yeah, during like the jazz renaissance and all that, like all the black figures and everything going on. But Kat made a really good point. There's nothing for us in the past. So, <laughs> I, 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 now we're going forward.
1: <laughs> what is the screensaver or wallpaper on your phone?
0: It is whatever the generic screensaver I got is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I used to have, uh, it used to be the Lucky Ikoi uh, Link Bridge back home, just always reminding me of home, but I do not know where that picture is.
1: So. <laughs> um, and if you had to cl- teach a class on any one thing, what would it be? You don't need to know the skill already. Oh, really? Yeah. Like it's, it's about how, what would you like to give to people?
0: Okay. Um, I'd like to teach two things. That One would be Nigerian history and, and getting people to have a sense of pride through that. And then the second, well, and then it would also be like Nigerian history and culture. So the food, um, tourism, the different things around Nigeria. And then the second one would be probably like stoic philosophy or something and how most of life is about... It's about your perspective and it's about mental resilience and how you approach the situation. And then from there, then helping them build their confidence and everything else.
1: Okay. Hmm. Okay, I mean, I mean, you cheated. You answered three things, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll allow it. I'll allow it.
2: <laughs> All right, then. Well, Louie, thank you. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. It's
1: Good hope. to
0: hear you guys.
1: Hopefully see you in a couple months in Hong Kong. Hmm another (laughs) one or two year stint (laughs) that would be nice all right
2: thank you to everyone at home for listening as usual we'll be back next week with another great episode in the meanwhile um do you know message us we want to hear from you you know send us your comments send us your questions um follow us on instagram subscribe great do all those things
1: and if you are Considering uh, three or six months to comment, clearly, do it. It do sounds it. amazing. Yeah. But if you have any questions, fire them to us. We can ask Louis for his input, or we can ask our local community here.
2: Yeah. Okay? Keep you kissing. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So in our recap and Q&A episode, you guys sent in a ton of great questions and we weren't able to get through all of them. So as promised, we are coming back to them. So for this episode, um, we'll be focusing on the quickfire questions because a few of you asked us to answer them ourselves. So here we go. First question, Bo. Cinder or Bumble?
1: Wait, why is it me first?
2: <laughs> why do you sound like a guilty party?
1: I I just feel like this is an unfair advantage.
2: (laughs) Answer the question, though.
1: Okay, we alternate. I answer one first. You answer one first.
2: (laughs) Whichever way you want to do it, answer the question. Neither. Such a (laughs) cop-out. You (laughs) stuck.
1: As in, which one do I prefer or which one do I use?
2: These are the questions we ask our guests every week.
1: Yeah, and they never clarify. So we just take whatever it is that Uh, they say.
2: So answer the question. I'm more
1: discerning. (laughs) I'm not going to put you...
2: Ooh. Well, I'll answer neither Because they're both shy in Hong Kong
1: <laughs> Yeah, they are, they, they are actually trash for, for two very different reasons Tinder is supposed to be for hookups But no one uses it for hookups They just use it for general nonsense And then Bumble, is supposed to be for relationships But then you match people and they not Nothing they don't,
2: ever happens
1: Yeah, nothing ever Pimples. happens
2: Pimples I don't want a pimple, man
1: I Don't want a buddy I got buddies <laughs> So both of them are ineffective We need something new call it hong kong for hong kong dating for serious people (laughs) serious dating
2: no
1: No. fantastic dating
2: no stop just (laughs) no just no okay next question if you could pick a superpower what would it be
1: um the ability to control matter because that effectively makes me a god
2: I'm really sad that you can't, you guys at home can't see the dirty look I'm giving him. But on behalf of all of you, I have side-eyed him.
1: Anyway. That's a pri- what do you mean side-eyed? No, but a- then, oh, so I can be a god. Yeah, because Don't you can do me? anything then. You and can teleport. You can I, fly. You can I'm not, make hello. tables. You can do anything. I'm not it's doubting the, the effectiveness
2: of your superpower. What I'm judging is your whole need for... The God side of things but No okay. I don't mean
1: God In terms of like Worship me I just think God As in your 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 power Your
2: Yeah yeah yeah
1: Super powerful Yeah
2: yeah yeah Anyway I would pick teleportation Because I don't like Any sort of commutes.
1: <laughs> It'd still be late okay. <laughs> it's
2: Excuse still, me you still show up late everywhere I am often on time <laughs> You don't know okay, about my life Okay
1: Okay
2: <laughs> Okay What <laughs> other languages Can you speak Other than English
1: Um, I'm going to be really strict on myself. i just say English. Nothing else. Can you
2: even speak English?
1: Depends on how much I've had to eat.
2: Exactly. Um, I can speak English and a bit of French.
1: Okay. If you had to delete all but three apps on your phone, what would you keep?
2: Instagram, Spotify, my most used app, and uh, maybe WhatsApp. Boring.
1: WhatsApp, Spotify, Audible.
2: Hey, look at him. Because he likes to read. Eh.
1: <laughs> That's listening. That's listening.
2: Uh, reading and listening is you're listening to books. In fact, I should shame you for that. It's is going to read books. You I want do, to listen to I them. I do
1: read physical books as well.
2: Have you finished The Wondrous Life of Oscar
1: Wilde"? No, I abandoned that book because it's trash. <laughs> it's
2: not a great Trash. Book. Don't know anything. Trash. Oh, on that note, <laughs> what was the last book you read?
1: The last physical book I read was... Um, Phantoms in the Brain. It's a neuroscience book. About... You've
2: been reading this book for years, Phil.
1: That was the last physical book I read.
2: Huh. Okay, well, tell us about it because it's a great book.
1: Uh, phant- Did you read it?
2: No, because I was waiting for you to finish it. <laughs> so I've only like read like the synopsis and bits and pieces.
1: So Phantoms in the Brain was given to me by a really good friend of mine, Caroline. Shout out to Caroline. And it's a neuroscience book. <laughs> and She's now just realizing that I've only just finished it. <laughs> oh God. Anyway. Um it's a neuroscience book um about you know when when people lose their arms and then they have phantom limbs and they can still feel well they feel like they can still feel um the limb and and then it goes into kind of explaining that and how the brain works and the models that we have for the brain. It's actually really interesting.
2: Can I quickly clarify this so you've now finished it, so now I can borrow it yeah you can borrow thank it. Jesus I've been waiting since I've known you anyway um I have been reading at an alarming rate in the past month, I think, as of lockdown and just life. I'm really back on my fiction game. So, last book I actually read was called The Power by Naomi, somebody, can't remember. I'll put it in the show notes. It is a very interesting book. It's sort of sci fi, um, utopia type book. It was great, wasn't necessarily my style. As per normal But currently I just started a book called The Book of Longings Which is a book told from the perspective Of Jesus' wife Damn. I put that in air quotes Because mm, I'm scared that as I'm reading it I'm going to be smite, smited Sm- Smote
1: Smoot. Smooth. <laughs> Which part did you put in quotes? Did you put the Jesus or the wife?
2: No, the wife. Oh what? Oh come from you all religious. Wow. Oh, please let me move do? away before your <laughs> lightning hits me, please. <laughs> anyway, next question. If you had a time machine, would you go into the past or into the future?
1: I would go into the past. Why? Because I would like to go and see how things actually happened. Mm. Um Because I don't think that what we think happened is what actually happened. I think Mm. things are typically a lot more complex and history has been written in a way that makes it palatable or explainable, but things Mm. are probably a lot more complicated.
2: Yeah. And generally written from the point of the the perspective of the oppressor, usually, or the victor. (laughs) (laughs) Um.
1: (laughs) Why does everything have to be about race?
2: (laughs) 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 <laughs> okay I'm going to skip that question So what is the screensaver What do you mean you're going to your skip that question uh, My answer is more or less the same as yours Okay uh, What is screensaver walk- wallpaper on your
1: phone uh, Mine is uh, View from outside of the window On a flight um, Approaching Hong Kong So you can see Hong Kong Aww. And Hong Kong Island um, yeah. I was That's trying to cute. find my, my apartment Couldn't find it
2: That's cute um, mine is a picture of Misty Copeland, the um, ballet dancer, African-American ballet dancer, who's just
1: amazing. If you could teach a class on any one thing, what would it be?
2: Oh, what would it be? It would be something psychology related, I think, maybe around NLP, neurolinguistic programming, that is. So basically something around getting people to understand their brains a bit better and hack it.
1: Okay. Um, I would teach a class on mindfulness or emotional control, um, yeah, so being able to separate yourself, yourself objectively from your emotions and see things the way that they actually are as opposed to the way that your monkey mind it
2: is Okay. Well, that's it for today, guys. We'll be coming back to you soon with more questions. So keep sending them to us. As always, our Instagram handle is Homegrown The Podcast. We're on Twitter is the same, or you can drop us an email. Speak to you soon.
1: Bye bye.